1: Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com Florio and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com Florio. F-L-O-R-I-O. Thanks for your help. There it is, and there they all are in their glory. Sunday night football. It's like 118 days away. I know that because every day somebody feels compelled to tell us how many days until football season starts. And I always do the old man get off my lawn rant of don't, count your life away enjoy every single day as it comes September will be here before you know it and indeed it will and it starts with the Lions at the Chiefs then that weekend Sunday night the Cowboys at the Giants again there was a period of time when it was not Dolphins at Patriots another great one and then uh, we get Toward the Chiefs at Jets, we talked about that one earlier. Just a lot of great um, games on Sunday Night Football, as always. Yeah, the NFL—it's ha- not like it's not like you know. Look, the NFL has a very strong incentive to have strong and attractive primetime games on broadcast TV. Sunday night, Monday night, and Sunday night is the only broadcast three-letter network for those games. Uh, It's primarily a cable package on Monday and it's a streaming package on Thursday. So it's in the NFL's interest to put great games there. And they always have and they always will. Those are great games and a great spot to get a big audience and uh, some great games to come. Chris, there's going to be great storylines every week. And then there's the flexing possibility for the back end, depending upon how the season goes. And we always know on paper, it looks one way. Once we start going one week at a time, one game at a time, it's going to unfold very differently.
2: Yeah, well, that's right. But, you know, like early season schedule, we, we, can, we can feel comfortable with that. And that's where, I mean, I look at those first seven weeks and just go, wow. I mean, we got the Chiefs twice out of the first four weeks there. We got the Cowboys twice out of the first five weeks. The Giants two out of the first six weeks, right? We got that marquee Cowboys 49ers game in week five. Uh, there's just, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't be more pumped about our schedule really. I mean, that first weekend is exciting right. and everything else, uh, along with it there early on in the year. Definitely. Uh, looks like it's like we're guaranteed of some good matchups there, at least early on.
0: Well, I mean, there, there, there is n- uh, not, not that I would refrain from saying good Lord, Steelers at Raiders is is the only one that you look at to go. Why? Well, I, but uh, why would you even, yeah, that one's even close, but it's Steelers. Raiders. I know. That's what I'm saying. Steelers Raiders is always a good game.
2: Right. It's two. It's a, it's a great rivalry. It's, it's the same mantra in two different organizations. No, I'm with you. I'm just saying that's the one that you might look at and go, it doesn't quite have, you know, the same type of team or star power there. But yeah, for me and you traditional NFL people, yeah, Steelers at Raiders is freaking awesome. The week
0: 6 game, the Giants at the Bills, the Brian Dayball homecoming back yeah. to Buffalo. Battle and, in New York. You know, that's the that's the time of the year where one of the one or both of those teams could be getting a little desperate mm-hmm. depending upon what happens. And we're going to talk later about this giant schedule. Maybe Whoa. John Mayer shouldn't have complained so much about late season, Thursday night flexing. We'll talk about that later in the program, but uh, you know, they, they may be getting closer and closer to the end of the road as it relates to how many losses you can rack up before you're just done. But that's, that's got intrigue because day knows Josh Allen, coach Josh Allen to very high degrees of success, trying to do the same thing with Daniel Jones, trying to replicate the performance last year that made him coach of the year. And as John Mara said, you can quickly go from Bono to Bozo. This is going to be one of the efforts to avoid going to Bozo when they go to Buffalo week six, Sunday night.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. There's a personal aspect there, right? It's, it's, you know, Joe Shane, the GM, he's also from Buffalo, So there's that, you know, to go into that, they're doing a lot of things, you know, in a similar fashion there with maybe a little bit of a new England twist from the Brian Dayball has back in his history there. But yeah, you know, the giants are one of those teams that was in the playoffs last year, but you certainly look at this year and go, wait, can they do it again? I know they improved their team a little bit, but you know, I I think, I don't think I'm you know being unfair to say they they exceeded expectations and maybe even exceeded the talent on their roster last year and now they got a little bit of a tougher schedule and they're in primetime games they're definitely one of the teams that i have an eye on or put a little star next to to go team that was in playoffs last year not sure they're a definite playoff caliber team again yeah uh, so i certainly see some of the things you're talking about there in week 6 Given that it's also
0: a rematch of Super Bowl 25, do you think that the Giants will have Jeff Hostetler come address the team? <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. With or without shaving cream in his shoes.
2: Maybe. Or, you know, we we bring uh, Jeff Hostetler and we bring Scott Norwood. That's what we do, a double whammy there. I think that's what we do just to make the Bills feel the pressure. But, yeah, I mean, the Bills, you know, that, that, that right there with the Giants and the Battle of New York a little bit. And then a few weeks after that, NBC, we're going to have the game of like the most, you know, crazy thing we saw in my NFL life last year with with the Bills at the Bengals again. We're going back to the scene of like DeMar Hamlin and all that. So we got some great stories, you know, in that first half of the year
0: with Tamar hamlin quite possibly playing back i mean on he's the clear. Field. he's coming right. back he's ready to go he could be on the field he and t higgins have become close friends they spent a lot of time away from the field higgins was the one who took a ridiculous and stupid asinine amount of blame from some in the media who thought that it was him dropping his helmet that caused the condition commodio cortis, they've kind of decided that's what it is by exclusion of all the other potential causes that caused the heart to stop at DeMar Hallen, which is just ridiculous uh, to, to blame it on Higgins. But just the, the layers and the levels and the storylines, and we finally get to see those, two, those teams square off in Cincinnati. We saw it in Buffalo in the playoffs last year, and it didn't go well for the Bills. We finally get to see those two teams in Cincinnati. And then the following week, yeah. it's O'Aaron oh, Rodgers again. And yeah, it's Las Vegas. It's the Raiders. Who knows how good they're going to be or not good? But it's a chance to watch Aaron Rodgers playing for the New York Jets in a standalone capacity. So it doesn't matter who they're playing. This is one of their not difficult games, and it got pulled to prime time. You know they've got plenty of difficult games in prime time. This is at least one that they should be able to go out and win. I'm at, at the risk of doing the that's a win, that's a loss. I I think it's safe to say. Even now, with middle of the season to go until we have Jets at Raiders, safe to say the Jets will be a healthy eight, nine point favorite in that one and probably cover whatever the spread is, what? but it'll be fun to see Aaron Rodgers and his teammates in that setting.
2: You're what you're, you're setting an eight or nine point spread for a week. 10 game. What I, I, I look at you looking? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right there. Jimmy, the shark over here. I don't know what I'm lines. talking about when
0: it comes <laughs> to spreads. I have no idea. I know. I have no idea. All yesterday. Right. I said, yesterday I said, ah, oh, the lions will be about four and a half point underdogs. To the Chiefs, and it was already seven. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay,
2: good. Yeah. Well, we knew we do that, anyways. All right. So wait. Here's some other things, personal level, personal life. Here, right. Last year we had to do the Thanksgiving pregame show, even though it was a 30 minute pregame show, and people were watching the game before, anyways. We still had to do it. So uh, didn't we? No Thanksgiving. No. Maybe we didn't. You're right. I'm wrong. Damn no. it, I'm wrong. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm thinking of the wrong holiday. But I always go to the holidays because I want to look right. Then. We don't have a Christmas game. I couldn't believe that. That's where I was, like, super excited yesterday. I went, wait, we don't have to work on Christmas Eve or Christmas? So I was super pumped about that. Our Week 16 game goes to a Saturday at 4.30, Bengals and Steelers. Uh, that that was certainly a positive in the Chris Sims personal life category.
0: Well, uh, yeah, that uh, that worked out pretty uh Pretty well, I guess. I hadn't even locked on to that because I've got the modern technology, even though I'm going to be traveling up most of the year this season, yeah. I assume, since I was doing it more and more at the end of the year last year. I'd, I'd like to think i still get a dispensation on Christmas, but I don't need it this year if we don't have a game on Christmas Eve, and obviously we don't on Christmas Day. But uh, that Steelers-Bengals game, December 23. Boy, that's enough. That's four games. See, the Steelers do not like these evening home games. Art Rooney has politicked in the past for none of them if they can avoid it. They've now got three night games this year at home, and then they've got this 4.30 p.m. Eastern game on the 23rd of December, which is basically a night game when it's late December. It's going to be dark five minutes into the game, so uh, be careful what you ask for. If you're an NFL team, because sometimes you're going to get the exact opposite, but that'll still be a great game. Bengals Steelers. I mean, it's always a great game when the Bengals go to Pittsburgh.
2: Definitely. I not you know, I would think, Hey, that's a weekend. Everybody's got a long weekend. I would, you know, I could see where, you know, the working man on Thursday night or Sunday night or Monday night, it, it's hard to go wait. I'm, I'm going to stay there and, you know, have beers and stay at a game till one in the morning and get home around then and get up and go to work to where. You know, that could be tough you know for for the lunch pail crowd for sure I hear that so you know hopefully this fits the right way but i'm I'm super excited about that our schedule is awesome there's there's two things that are not great about our schedule I specifically look at week 11 and week 17 those two weeks right there eh, we could have done better in those games week 11 and week 17 but I'll, I'll deal with them for now can you see oh, them, see old you, man? Can you, you, you see, see week 11 yeah, and week 17? Do you got to squint a little harder there? Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? You get my joke yet?
0: <laughs> yeah, I get your joke. Uh, the week <clears throat> 17 game can still be flexed out. Oh, so oh good. That's right. That. That's all
2: I wanted to hear. I hope we flex out of that crap. I don't want to hear you and the Vikings talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so there is I, – I was confused for a second. There is a – christmas eve game it's yes. just another nfl network game like last year when it was the raiders at the steelers it's going to be the patriots at the broncos on christmas eve eight fifteen p.m eastern on nfl network see that they, they used to avoid that they used to avoid or at least minimize christmas they would avoid a christmas eve night game right they've now realized all these people are together in houses all across the country Let's let's give them something to watch on TV, even if they're not paying the same level of attention that they would for a normal standalone primetime game. It's on TV. They're all home. Inevitably, one of the people is going to be a football fan. That's the thing. You get 20 people in a house anywhere between 10 and 20, depending upon the size yeah, of the family. One. at least one is going to be enough of a football fan to commandeer the remote and put the game on. The NFL has figured that out. It's been that way forever with Thanksgiving. They figured it out now for Christmas Eve. They figured it out
2: for Christmas Day and
0: I'm amazed it took that long for them to figure it out.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's it's Christmas Eve, right? I mean, we we got a pretty much a a full right. a full slate there, right? So Uh, I think that's that's right. But I mean, the night game, I know the night game, it's a Sunday, right? So it's, but yeah, they
0: used to, they used to avoid it. When Christmas Eve was a Sunday, they used to not have a night game, right? There used to be no, they would do the game the next day or just stay away from that altogether. They've now realized Sunday night, just because it's Christmas Eve, all is calm, all is bright. There's still going to be the one guy in the family
2: that says, give me the remote. I'm putting the game on. Well, I know. I know. That's right. You think about it. And yeah, that's that's going to be my house. And sorry, Jimmy, Jimmy, you're going to get, you know, every time a bell rings and Angel gets his wing, sorry, you're you're going to lose out on that one. There's a football game on that night. So I can't watch you there. But uh, of course. And I, I thought, you know, that was, you know, probably part of the reason that it's probably not the best. Ratings altogether, like you're saying for Christmas Eve, but still nonetheless, like you're saying, it's still going to do a huge rating, and people love football in this country i'm I'm loving the the holidays football mix as long as I don't have to work too much during it. I'm all for it
0: <laughs> and and uh, just a point that I didn't even realize because they only wake me up for the unimportant meetings. The December 23rd doubleheader, yeah, 4.30 p.m. Eastern NBC, Bengals-Steelers. The 8 o'clock game that night is Peacock, exclusive Peacock, Bills at Chargers. And that's the first that Peacock has had an exclusive game. ESPN Plus has had a couple. They had the, uh, I think it was the Broncos-Jaguars-Let's Ride London game last year, exclusive ESPN Plus. So exclusive Peacock on the 23rd, eight o'clock Eastern, uh, that, that's, uh, that's significant. And it's Bill's chargers. That's not an insignificant game.
2: Yeah, it, it's definitely not an insignificant game. Let alone with those two quarterbacks. I mean, I don't even care what their records are. It's like tune in to watch which guy is going to throw a more crazy laser beam across the field than Allen and Herbert. So I'm with you there. Um, yeah, that's, that's also. I didn't realize that either, Mike, I'm not going to lie. I didn't realize that was on Peacock either. So, uh, Uh, But either way, yeah, that's a good Saturday for NBC and and the two games we got.
0: And the home team in that game, the Chargers, yet again giving us incredible entertainment with their schedule release video. You will see it all next. You'll also hear it, but it's better if you see it. It's better if you see it. So if you're listening on SiriusXM85, press pause pull up peacock on your phone if you're driving pull over be safe but you want to see what we're going to show you next the charger schedule release video when pft live continues right after this
1: Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: I'm ready to go. Streaming now only on Peacock. Five rich and famous international soccer
1: stars. They have everything except
2: love. I think girls in the past have gone for me because of what I've got. That's why we're going undercover. We're setting them up with single American
0: women. They don't know we are famous. They don't know we are rich. And
1: they'll have to hide their true identity. What do you need for work?
0: I'm an ad salesman. <laughs> oh, God. What am I doing? Love Undercover. New series streaming now only on Peacock. All right, that is brilliance. Brilliant. I don't know that it's better than last year.
2: But it's damn good. It's as good good as last
0: year, which was going to be hard to do. Right. It was going to be hard to do. There are elements of it that are even better than last year. I went back and watched last year's. Last year's was so good because it was like this new thing. Right. What is this? Oh, my God. They took this specific animation style of anime and they nailed it. And they have all these little Easter eggs that are slaps at various people and teams. It's amazing. It, it was beautiful. It had the Urban Meyer thing in it. And just, right. We had so much fun with that. This one, some of the stuff in here is is next level, Chris. And to their credit, because it occurred to me last night, when you consider the experience of the L.A. Chargers in recent years, they're probably the last team to be talking shit about anybody. I really know, but it's anything. awesome. <laughs> yeah but they at least start making fun of themselves yes with the, the, the 27 27-0. nothing right lead that was blown yeah. in Jacksonville so they stop on that. To get things rolling.
2: Uh, It's amazing. Well done. And I think you're right. It's the the little hidden gems of this one that make it amazing. I mean, first off, to start off with Mike McDaniel with the whole vape pen controversy, right? I mean, that's amazing. Everybody thinking he was hitting the vape pen up in Buffalo. Then Derrick Henry, the robot's amazing, right? Putting him back together because he's going to carry the ball 500 times again this year. We get to your Vikings, and the Vikings is maybe the best of all because the banners in the stadium are so good. It is amazing, and I'll let you take it from here.
0: Well, f- first of all, they have the birds flying into the stadium, which is a real hazard. Right. It is a real hazard. Yeah. And they kind of poke fun at it. And then right. you see Kirk chains, but in the background behind Kirk Cousins with his chains, there are the birds. Oh, so- oh poor birds. <laughs> that's, well, that's let's see those cruel. banners again so, anyway, so you can
2: rook them again. There we go. We've
0: got the banners. The, the banners are hilarious. Justin <laughs> Jefferson, offensive rookie of year, runner-up. Runner That's because Justin Herbert, their quarterback, won it that year. The number one NFL PA oh, team. It's I so good. saying, hey, at least we finally won something. Uh, mentioned in a Lizzo song, which was hilarious. Yep. There's a reference to the Timberwolves making it to the play end game and then also play to fun game against the Bills week 10. That's amazing. That's so good. <laughs> look, that, that bit would be better served against the Colts but I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. The Vikings don't have a reputation for hanging banners recklessly. <laughs> the upper quartile at of the all.
2: NFL. <laughs> but
0: that's that's pretty good. That's Uh-oh. pretty good. Number one NFL PA team. Um then then we've got the the slot machine. Oh, that's the good get too. Your quarterback slot machine. <laughs> and you can see look in the right corner, Chris. See that family trust respect. Oh, I do. I did not yes. But remember that phrase. That phrase showed up last year when they were getting ready to play the Raiders. And we thought that it was some sort of a shot at John Gruden. Remember, they had the rainbow flag. It was after those, those horrible emails had come out. Yeah, and I right. thought, boy, they're really going all in with this slap at Gruden. I have since discovered that it's not about Gruden. That Family Trust Respect, FTR... F dash dash K, the Raiders. That's what family trust respect oh. me. It is their way
2: of saying F the Raiders. I like it. I like it even better. That's awesome. That's my kind of language that hit right home. That hit home there. I like that a lot. That See, that's what I mean, though. It's one of these where every time I go back and watch it, I see something new, right? So that's a great one. The rebuild the bear part. I think that's another part we got to hit on here. If we if we can. And I mean, some of the signs up on the top. Right, Mike, with, you know, they're selling the Bears. Rexy, as in Rex Grossman. I went to a Super Bowl <laughs> smoking Jay. That's yeah. oh, so good. And, uh, the, and the, yeah. the Mitch Trubisky,
0: the Mr. Trubisky, and, and check yourself here, lest you wreck yourself. Yeah. The Mitch Trubisky is a reference to a very old tweet from Trubisky that surfaces from time to time which, if you understand that bit, makes it even more hilarious than it already is. I don't understand who the guy is who's down on one knee. I don't know that either. But there's Justin Fields, and it's the Rebuild-A-Bear shop. And you can see there's Walter Payton, Devin Hester, and Refrigerator Perry (laughs) on the wall. But, yeah, they've got McMahon, they've got Grossman, they've got uh, Cutler, and they've got uh, uh, Trubisky. So. Uh, and I also don't – I don't know what beware the brick means either. I feel like that's something that I'm missing. No, yeah, there's probably something to I it just, that we're not – I should just yeah. ask the chart. So,
2: I'm sure somebody will – that and the guy there, I don't know what that stood for either. So I'm sure somebody on social media will figure that out and tell us. But then we have to get to the greatest single segment of all of it, Right. I mean, the Jets, the Jets part of the schedule and this on Broadway, I'll let you take it at first and go ahead because there's so many things here. (laughs) There is so
0: much there. There is so much there.
2: Uh, And you
0: could like stare at this for hours and not catch everything. Uh, the uh, the single Cougars in your area. Oh my God! God. <laughs> With Zach Wilson Zach Wilson. And a dancing woman <laughs> underneath it. That's
2: live and moving.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, they've got the they've got the Sam Darnold thing that we would always see the graphic next to it, but instead of a rip at Darnold, it says out of GB and up in age as a reference to um, Aaron Rodgers. I love New Jersey, obviously. Instead of I love New York, since <laughs> it they play there. Gabagool!
2: There's, just, there's so
0: much. There's the hey, you've am got I the a gabagool. Gabagool. At, at one point, as you watch the graphic, there's an ATN succession reference on the Times Square uh, video board. There's a there's a missing poster, and a lot of people didn't know who the individual on it is. <laughs> and we have confirmed it is Manish Mehta, the longtime reporter. Covering the Jets for the New York Daily News, he's gone Gone now, right? Apparently, some guys working for the Chargers worked for the Jets, so that was intended. Because uh, he was he was the the bane of the Jets. I mean, it was just by the time it was toward the end, it was over the top. You oh. got the Sbarro, Michael Scott's favorite New York pizza on there as well. What about the King of it's Broadway? Incredible.
2: What, what's that on the? See that on the bottom right there. Ray oh,
0: Young, Miami Heat. It's a shot at the Knicks. Oh, it's Trey Young.
2: Is that it's Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks? I think. Okay, so that's well done. Hawks. Yes, he became like kind of the villain of. I thought. Uh, yep and then they got what comeback player of the year geno smith on there there's a lot of really good ones and you know you're right the manish Mehta one that was the best that was the one where i was like wait what is that pause it let me make the picture bigger who the hell is this right here and uh i actually spoke at a turn last week i was i meant to talk crap about him and i said rich samini by accident i meant to talk crap about manish Mehta. so i'll just add on to that little fun segment there (laughs) <laughs> and you can see it's the Jets,
0: the GD snack bar, the Rex Ryan GD snack bar, the reference to Hard Knocks from 13 years ago. There's just <laughs> so much in this. And it took so much work to get it just right. Creativity, execution, well done.
2: It makes me hungry for Gabagool. I, gabagool. See, I, I still see the Gabagool Hey, there. And, uh, Belichick um, watching all the film, right, as Skeletor or whatever person he is there. That I is, have a
0: feeling, yeah. I have a feeling that's some character from some cartoon or some animated series we're not aware of that that's a reference to. I have a feeling that that's operating on a level that we're not capable of understanding. Probably. that's who he is. And then the next shot shows him watching like all these different monitors from all over the NFL. He's getting wall. all I have the a film that that's a more obscure reference, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's really yeah. good, though. I mean, it, it fits him. And even in the background, if you look, he had Paul Pierce in the wheelchair and all that. I think they had, like, you know, I don't know, somebody in a tuxedo there that I couldn't figure it out. I mean, There's just a lot of little little spots that are hilarious. And then you, you follow that with, you know, the spatula in, in SpongeBob SquarePants here in the Nickelodeon well, thing with Russell Wilson. And, y-
0: and you know why that... You know why that is? They had the Nickelodeon game last year on Christmas, and they had an animated Patrick Starr doing commentary on the game, and he roasted Russell Wilson after he threw an interception. Right. So that's why Russell Wilson's fighting Patrick Starr and <laughs> let Russ
2: cook. He's fighting with a spatula. Exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: There's the other Broncos, Mike. Here's the other one. Here's uh, Sean. That's He's, the... Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, renovating Russ's personal office. Office uh, hours. There, Sign up uh, below. No one signed no. up.
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, that is really good. The,
0: the um, go, go ahead. The the other Raiders game. Yes. When they cashed out oh, the ticket yes. from the get your quarterback slot machine, the money on there minus seventy two million. 250 or 750,000. That's the contract value for yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo the, uh, for the next 3 years which is great. And that is a real QR code. You should scan that QR code and see where it takes you. It takes you to the Chargers website and there's a link for Chargers fans and there's a link for Raiders fans, but it's next level stuff that is an actual functioning QR code on that cash out voucher in the Raiders rematch week 15. And then what they did with the Bills was great too. Burning yes. the logos of the four Super Bowls they lost. <laughs> right. With that that shot then of Stefan Diggs as he was standing Right. watching the Chiefs. And this goes back to 2020 watching the Chiefs celebrate the AFC Championship on the field for Lauren Stefan Diggs standing there watching it all and it has relevance now because there's that sense that Diggs is distant from the Bills. That there's something going on with Diggs and the Bills. So, the, just the, the 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 just the knowledge of what's happening in the NFL, the creativity to bring it all together. I just think it's great.
2: Yeah, it's great. It's it's the best one two years in a row. Uh, that, that Tennessee Titan one it gave it a little run for its money this year, but this still takes the cake. Uh, this is really creative, really well done. Uh, and uh yeah it was one of my favorite things. I mean we didn't even hit on Dak with the you know the social media team throwing him under the bus last year. <laughs> it was great cuz they
0: had the tweet from the Cowboys official account that was up there forever blaming Dak for the loss to the 49ers so there's <laughs> the the Jerry Jones bus content team And Stephen A. standing there watching the bus run over (laughs) Dak Prescott. Also, we saw the chiefs Aholic in there twice. That's the bank robber, alleged bank robber, who is also a Chiefs superfan, who at last word had literally removed his electronic monitoring device and failed to show up for court. I haven't seen whether or not they even caught this guy. And then for the rematch, Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk chasing him in a helicopter as as chiefs Aholic makes his getaway. That's the... uh, The rematch, obviously, of the Chargers-Chiefs game. So, well done, Chargers. The bar was set last year. It was met this year. We look forward to 52 weeks from today seeing what you do next. We'll have more PFT Live with some breaking news involving Tom Brady, another entry for the quarterback. Get your quarterback slot machine, possibly. We'll tell you what it is when PFT Live continues right after this. You know, we can't just have a day when we focus on the schedule. Here comes Bigfoot. Here he comes, crapping all over our day to talk about the schedule. Tom Brady's back. ESPN reports that Tommy is in deep discussions with Mark Davis to become a limited partner in the Las Vegas Raiders. He already is a limited partner in the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA team that Mark Davis owns. Now Tom Brady could become a limited partner In the Raiders, and if you've heard this one before, it's because you have. It was last year. This is how it was going to go. Limited partner of the Dolphins. And then, oh, conveniently, quarterback of the Dolphins. I can't imagine Brady becoming quarterback of the Raiders. And I also think it would foreclose him playing for anyone else. If you're a limited partner of the Raiders, it would be awkward, to say the least, to go accept employment with some other team. Uh, But... Tom Brady does whatever he wants to do. I mean, how could he work for Fox if he's a part owner of the Raiders? There's just so many weird I thought of that too, that right. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady, so he'll, he'll get to do whatever he wants to do. But if it was anybody else, it just it wouldn't even be a question. It's not happening. It would, just, it, would, it would seem to nullify his deal with Fox if he's a part owner of one of the NFL's teams.
2: Yeah, I I I know. I don't I don't know how that works. It does seem like maybe a little bit of a conflict of interest, but I don't know if it really matters in in the long run, right? I mean, so but but I'm 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 with you where you first hear it and you go. Okay, wait, is he thinking about playing? I don't really think that's a real thing either. You know, I'm i am I'm intrigued by this, yeah, this investment in Las Vegas and whatever else, and hey, damn, he's got a lot of money, and maybe he just looks like this is a safe way to invest money in a, a product that continues to just appreciate and go upwards. And as far as NFL football teams, maybe that's how he looks at it. But an interesting partnership, one, Raiders, Las Vegas, all that. And then when Josh McDaniels is the head coach, and there's such a history there – I think that's what makes you maybe wonder even more. What do you think Jimmy Garoppolo's first? Oh my gosh. Would this effing guy just get the F out of here? That's his first (laughs) reaction. Very similar to what Tua's (laughs) was last week. They're both calling each other. Would this effing guy just get the hell out of my turf or my area for once? (laughs)
0: Um, Well, we'll have full coverage of it at PFT. I'll be writing something about it when the show's over. I have many thoughts. and, and, And look. I don't know that he's going to play again. I don't think he knows whether or not he wants to play again. But they have Garoppolo. They drafted Aiden O'Connell. They don't need him. Maybe it does represent his way of slamming the door on not playing because he would either have to play for the Raiders or not play at all if he's part owner of the Raiders. But we'll see where it goes. And it's not even done yet. It's just deep discussions. But there are no accidents. There are no coincidences. This isn't getting reported today without his blessing. We right. know that that's the right. way the world works because all these people who are reporting this stuff now knew all the stuff that only we what's... were talking about last year, but for whatever reason they weren't reporting it yeah. with the Dolphins. Right. So right. The, the, it wasn't some big secret. It's just it was kept secret. Well, well what's the This end isn't game being kept secret. Here. It's out there because he wants it to be.
2: Right. Like, like, like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, what is, what's the end game here? As far as like, I just like. You know, I mean, does Mark Davis need the cash? Is this something about just you know adding to the popularity of Las Vegas? And we have a big star here and Brady, who's part owner of the team. You know, I guess that's where I was, I'm like a little intrigued by you know what's going down here. I
0: do not know anything about Mark Davis's personal wealth, his holdings, his ability to continue to own the team into the future. I don't know anything about that, but I do know this: people I know around the league. Will just from time to time mention that when Al Davis's widow Carol passes, it's going to create a tax estate situation that could be problematic for Mark Davis vis-a-vis continuing to own the team. And well, I don't, you know, I don't know where the Raiders are going from an ownership standpoint, and I don't know what why Tom Brady would want to get in if things are going to be changing, potentially. I don't know any of that. All I know is people I know around the league have that as one of the hot spots for potential transfer at some point, for a sale at some point, potentially. Mm. And Brady doesn't have the money to ever be the controlling owner. Few people do as the value goes up and up and up. But he could be the face of the team. He could be involved. And as you said, Chris, there's going to be continual enhancement of the investment whatever he puts in is going to go up and up and up in value and he could cash out if they sell the team for a lot more than he's putting in all right let's take a break more analysis of the schedule when pft live continues right after this There's your major holiday schedule for 2023. We've always had three games, or at least back to 2006, three games on Thanksgiving, three games on Christmas, some traditional matchups, some rivalries in there, Packers, Lions, Commanders, Cowboys, 49ers, Seahawks, all division rivalries on Thanksgiving, and then some great games on Christmas Day. The NFL finally realizing they can take over Christmas. Sorry, NBA. We'll be back to wrap up this Friday edition of PFT Live right after this. I said yesterday the first thing I wanted to look at was the Thursday night schedule because I wanted to see, Chris, the extent to which the NFL uses this new power to have any team play twice on a Thursday after playing on a Sunday. They used it in somewhat limited fashion this year. The Steelers play twice on Thursday after playing on Sunday. The Bears, the Saints... Also, the Lions and the Packers, they play Thanksgiving in the early game, and they play each other in Green Bay week four. They also have that turnaround twice from Sunday to Thursday. And I believe the 49ers as well. There they are week three, hosting the Giants on Thursday night football. They have a four-day turnaround because they play on Thanksgiving as well at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks don't have two of them because you see there, like the Cowboys, they play on Thursday Night Football, but after playing on a Thursday. So the Seahawks only have one right. short week turnaround. So right. there are five teams? Five teams? Five teams, I think, that have that, that turnaround. That double whammy? Uh, where they have to... Wait, I got my I got my math wrong. Six teams. You've got Steelers. Bears, Saints, Lions, Packers, 49ers, six teams and four teams avoid Thursday night football, avoid short week altogether. Cardinals, Falcons, Texans, Colts. No short week game for them, which I said earlier in the week that you know that could be an advantage for them. Uh, definitely. Some teams have to do it Seems twice. Seems like it's deliberate. They don't have to do it at all. If the Colts and the Steelers are jockeying for a playoff spot, reality is this the Steelers will have twice played a game on a Thursday after playing on a Sunday the Colts won't have done it at all at some point that that's got to be a little bit of a boost of for a team to not have to do it at all
2: when another team has to do it twice yeah, agreed I'm I'm with you there I mean you know it, it's 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 one where you look at you know I think there's two things there to go yeah it almost looks deliberate in the four teams you mentioned that they don't have Thursday night games to go wait those are like maybe arguably the teams you'd put at the bottom of the league. It almost makes it look like the league wants them, hey, here's a little bone to maybe be a little bit better. But the big thing to me, Mike, and something we've hit on a lot, you know, over the last year or two, is just that, yeah, this will be another test of, you know, I know the NFL's trying to frame that Thursday night football is not that dangerous here. And now we're going to go to two games for some of these teams and I'm just interested to see the repercussions again in the era of player safety it's it's definitely something to watch here uh, as the season unfolds
0: the argument continues to be that the injury rate for games played with normal rest between them is no different than the injury rate for games played on Sunday and then played on Thursday I, I think that that's not the right factor, the actual injuries during the games. There are other broader things we've discussed in the past, and we'll surely discuss again. We've
2: discussed now. Hey, you're the number one NFL PA team, Mike. There it oh. goes. Yes. yes. Number one NFL. Yes. NFLPA. Cool we'll game of Week 10 versus the Bills we the Trophy.
1: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters